On the 16th of January, the church commemorates the feast day of Saint the Maskinos. The following are details of his life and works. The Turkish invasion sent many Greek families scattering to the Balkan regions, which accounts for the fact that the saint now known to us as the Maskinos came from generations of Bulgarians of Hellenic origin. The Maskinos was born in the village of Gabrova, Bulgaria, a country which had long since taken to its soul in loving remembrance the Holy Orthodox Church. His beginnings were humble enough to remain in early 18th century obscurity, and it was only after he had come to make his presence felt in the defense of Christianity that it was learned that from early youth he had felt the call to the service of Christ, a call which his devout Orthodox parents seemed to have anticipated with strong emphasis on his religious training in childhood. Mount Athos had beckoned the Maskinos from his remote Bulgarian village, and when he appeared on the holy mountain with his more than adequate credentials, he was assigned to serve in the monastery of Helanda. The monastery was not lacking for men of brilliance and devotion, and it took exceptional talent to keep a dedicated monk from melting into the crowd and comparative obscurity. The Maskinos was not destined to be a face in the crowd, and after a relatively brief but outstanding service, he was singled out for greater duty in his native country. Having returned to a Bulgarian monastery affiliated with Mount Athos, the resolute Damaskinos was made overseer of an auxiliary building known as the Metochion, which in addition to serving as a spiritual retreat, also saw to the administration of an agrarian economy, which over the years had assumed a prosperity that was a national pride. The new overseer was aware of this enterprise that was so eminently successful, but unaware of the fact that the entire affair was slowly being wrenched from its original high purpose of providing for the poor and diverted instead to the high-landed Turks of the area. The Maskinos discovered to his dismay that the coffers that were being filled by the honest labour of the peasants were being emptied systematically as loans to Turks who made no effort to repay and had no intention of doing so. When questioned, the monks as much as admitted they, dis they considered it a tribute to the conqueror and never pressed for payment of these loans in the interest of peace and harmony in the community. But to the Maskinos, it was an extortion he could never accept. The Maskinos called for an immediate halt to the lending of money to anyone, asserting it to be the task of money changers, and furthermore called for the repayment of all outstanding loans, some of which had been on the ledgers for years. Even with their cunning and scheming, the Turks knew that the Maskinos was well within his rights and the law in calling for them to honour the debts. But honour was lacking in the Turkish character, a trait for which they substituted deception and deceit in every form. When the Maskinos showed no signs of relenting in his demands, the perfidious debtors hit upon a scheme to rid themselves of the honourable overseer and go back to their evil ways. A Turkish girl was somehow smuggled into the compound, and through a diversion they arranged to storm the house of Christianity under the pretext of rescuing one of their own, who swore she had been abducted. The Maskinos was sentenced to death for this spurious crime, but was offered life as he would renounce Christ and become a Muslim. He refused and gave his life for Christ on the 16th of January, 1771.